Hi, I'm Tim Tarpley. This is my podcast, Level Up. Over the last several years, I was able to transform my life. I decided to share my journey in hopes of helping other people. So here we go. Hey guys, welcome back. Um, as always, you know, if you're watching this on YouTube or listening on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Google Play, whatever, um, hit subscribe, hit the bell for the notifications um, so you're notified right away when I post an episode. Um, Anyway, so I always get people come to me a lot of times asking me different questions about different things, and it's always random. Like, like, like people think I have the answers to everything, and I think I do sometimes, right? But it's not really the answer, but it's more how to get the answer, okay? And, and there's a lot of talk these days, and really, it's a time of year where, for some reason, my more program really takes off. and. I get so many questions, so I just want to pop on here and try to share with you guys, you know, what it actually is. So my more program, I kind of created years ago, and it's basically um, anything you would want more of in your life, right? So I've always been active physically, but, you know, I I, I could always eat better or... I can be more productive or I can make more money, right? So all these little things over the years, I needed more of. And so that's where I kind of figured out how to get more of that in your life. But bottom line, it's about being happier, right? With where you are, with where you're going. And so I kind of developed these principles, pillars, whatever you want to call it years ago, right? These steps you can follow to get where you want to go. And there's not one way to get there for every person. So it's different for everybody. Um, and even for me, what I end up doing is um, I'm, I'm constantly changing my thoughts on life, on the world, uh, you name it, on a regular basis. So um, it's one of those things you, you can't figure out life, but you can figure out how to figure it out, right? So it's more like you can't know how to solve every problem, but you can know how to problem solve, if that makes sense. That was good. I just made that up. Um, and, and, you know, I, to the outside world, I've got everything together. But I'll be honest with you guys, I have bad days and I have great days, just like a lot of people. Um, and I promise you, if you text me and ask me how it's going, um, you know, my reply is going to be, it's fabulous. Like everything is fabulous. And if you keep saying it, it will be right. Um, and, and like I said, I have days where I'm like, I don't want to talk to anybody. I just want to hide away. I want to just be mopey, whatever. Um, it doesn't last very long for me. Right. Cause I know how to get out of it. And I think that's the thing is understanding how to, how to, fix all this. Um, and, and I posted the other day on Facebook about how 
um, everything, gosh, what I don't, I don't I'm going to butcher my own post, my own quote, but basically, you know, things that happen to you, things that all of, all of the, your good days, your bad days all start with right here, right? Like that's your interpretation of the situation. And this friend of mine then commented, well, um, I think she was kind of thinking of another post and posted here. I don't know. But she basically said, well, my mom's down the hall with COVID. Um, how am I supposed to whatever? And I'm like, well, that's not, you know, I, I've been there, but that's one of those things you, um, you know, your interpretation of, oh, this is horrible or what does this really mean? Your interpretation of that situation is what matters the most. Sure, it's not a great, uh, perfect, planned out situation that you, anybody would want, but how you deal with it is kind of how it begins here in your brain. And I think that's one of those things we got to remember that, you know, you can either look at things as a setback or set up for the next big thing. I've had a ton of things not go my way, or so I thought. And the reality is um, everything works out exactly how it's supposed to. So it doesn't really matter, um, you know, what you think has gone wrong. It always ends up being the right, the right um, outcome eventually. And, uh, you know, this, this is one of those things that, you know, I figured out that for people to work out, it's easy, right, to get in shape, to train to do all that. I would say, eat this one thing. It's good for you. Boom. It, it's fine. Right. Um, that part's easy. The problem is when you disconnect in your brain and you go another direction or another four directions, that's the problem. So once we figure out how you relate to those circumstances, identifying those triggers, not make, letting them just throw you off and derail you and sit in a corner and eat cookies, right? So as long as you can understand what you're really understanding, life becomes easy. And, and I think it's a choice. You know, you can choose that things are hard or you can choose that things are perfect and they're, they're going to be happy for you. And, and I think, um, you know, that's one of those, those big things too. Like even with and my more program, you have to know where you are. So I know when I was at my rock bottom and to me, it was horrible. And, but when I really looked at what it was, it was more of, I was so worried about what the world was going to think about me in my situation that it made it worse and it, it, it multiplied it a hundred times. And, and once I identified that and then learned how to stop that, man, everything got easy. But number one thing is knowing where you are. So I identified I was at bottom ground zero. Roger that. Now it's time to go up. Now you can go up, but what does that really mean? And Emily Fletcher, she teaches meditation online. And I saw this thing, this program, it was like, I don't know, $250. And I've, I barely had $250, right? Like I didn't have $250 that didn't need to go somewhere. But I, you know, I looked at what do all these successful people do? They get up early in the morning, they meditate, you know, things like that. So I saw this program online and I thought, 
That's what I got to do. So I took the money, paid for this program. And, and the other thing she said in there that, that just, to me, made the best sense ever is she said, you know, everybody wants to be happy, but they don't know what happy means. And it's, it's just like going into a restaurant and you're hungry, right? And you sit down at the table and the waiter or waitress comes up and asks what, if she can take your order. You said, yes, I'm hungry, bring me food. She would say, okay, but what would you like? Now, you would never say, I just told you, I'm hungry, bring me food. That would make no sense. I don't care where you go unless they have one item on the menu, right? But that's what we do with our happiness. We, we say, I want to be happy, but we don't really know what that would mean. Um, and I think that comes down to, you know, in the more program, I help people kind of figure out where they are, but also what happiness would mean to you. And then we work backward from there. And so many people will, you know, also have that, that mindset of, well, I'd be happy if I had this. Well, now they're qualifying what would make them happy. Um, I've been guilty of saying I would be happy if I had more money. I'd be happy if I had more of this. I'd be happy if I had less of this. That's not the case, right? You're never going to not be as busy as you are. You're always going to be busy. You're never going to not be, you know, something because the way it is now, life is the chaos of most of our lives is always going to be that way. But how you deal with it, how you adapt with it is what's so important. Um, but I think those little things um, are really what's so key to this program. And people need to just be honest with themselves because everybody knows foods that are good for you and foods that are bad for you. And if they don't, everyone has Google at the end of their hand, right on their phone. So I think it's one of those things most people just don't want to be honest with, with where they are, you know, and, uh, or, or really what their problems are. And once you can be honest with yourself, that's the key to everything. And I, you know, that was my deal years ago. I decided that, um, a lot of things are great in my life, but man, I had two things that were just not, not good. And identified what they were right and it was one thing i drank too much most people didn't even realize i drank that much but i drank way too much and the drinking kept me from doing so many great things the other thing was i was taking ambien way too much not not more than the dose right but i was taking it every day i had taken it for years and it was one of those things that it kind of kept me prisoner and, and I knew these things that had to change, but I always would give an excuse or reason when I would actually change that. And it's one of those, um, I guess I was qualifying it. I would do it when this was necessary or this was the issue. And then I would just finally, um, you know, just made up my mind that it didn't really do me any good. And, and, and the drinking, you know, I remember I had this guy I coached and he stopped drinking kind of out of the blue. He didn't say, hey, I'm going to stop drinking. 
But what he did was it was kind of brilliant, right? He got a, he had a drinking problem for sure. And I didn't realize it till we were on a, like a road trip together. And then I saw how much he actually drank. And I was just like, I was blown away by it, but he was still able to, to manage the rest of his life. However, he got a uh, concealed handgun license. And when you're carrying, you know, your firearm, you, you can't drink. So that became his reason why he didn't or couldn't drink. So when he started carrying that around and he started carrying it, carrying it a lot, he stopped drinking. And that was his, like, that was his reason. That was his, you know, excuse to not drink again. Right. And, and it kept going, it kept going. It was one of those things, you know, if someone goes 30 days or so, then you're, you're thinking, man, any day they're going to want a beer again. You know, you, you just don't know the reasoning behind people. So glad that he, that he chose this reason. Um, but we were at Ironman in Texas and he had, uh, he, he was doing really well in the race. Meanwhile, us spectators and, you know, everyone else, uh, helping out behind the scenes, you know, after about, uh, I don't know, two o'clock, three o'clock, everybody kind of starts drinking and, you know, it's one of those things that really doesn't, it just makes you tired, right? It doesn't really help you. And I just remember thinking that, uh, you know, after his race in my hotel room all alone, that, that he stopped drinking and his life got better. It didn't change. He's not missing out on anything. And, uh, I thought, I, I thought here I was 50 years old and I started thinking I've done, I've spent half my life drunk basically and i was like that's the saddest thing i've ever probably said right but it wasn't sad it was only something i knew and i decided that moment i was done nothing good has ever happened because of alcohol and some people will hear that and they'll try to you know correct me and say they met their spouse or whatever right gave them courage or i don't know um, but once I made that decision, I made that decision. It was, I've never looked back. I've had maybe moments where I thought I could, I would, I would, I could use a drink, but it's also the triggers of when I thought I would need a drink or when I was lonely, when I was bored, it was more to change my emotional state, right? Because a lot of times the emotions felt better than the actual drinking. and. Uh, I remember someone even gave me a bottle of wine as a gift. Like that next morning here, I quit drinking last night, following morning, I'm given a bottle of wine as a gift. I had that bottle of wine in my refrigerator for over a year just to have it in there. I didn't want to throw it away because it was valuable. Right. I ended up re-gifting it to somebody, but it was one of those things. I wasn't tempted by it. I made the decision in my head that I was done. And so just by, you know, again, being honest with myself that, this wasn't helping me and I could just let it go. Um, and it was the same with, you know, with Ambien. It was one of those things I really felt like I could not sleep without Ambien. And uh, I just remember I was like, I decided that this was not helping me at all. It was, I don't know if it was harming me, but I, I'm concerned that Ambien makes you a little dumber in ways. Um, and I just went to my doctor and I was like, look, I, I don't want you to write another prescription. I don't want it. I'm done. 
do you know of a way to get off of this that's easier or whatever? Because, you know, quit just stopping cold turkey. Yeah, you're going to be up all night. But that's also where I realized, too, that if I if I um, got up earlier in the morning, I would be tireder, tireder. I'd be more tired at night to go to sleep. So that began this whole journey of getting up at 345, 4 o'clock in the morning, regardless of how I felt. And if I needed more sleep, I could take a nap later. But that became one of those things that that actually set in motion everything about, you know, how I slept. And I mean, I sleep great. I've done it for a couple of years now, and it's amazing. So when I tell people that it's easy to get off of it, um, but the hard part is deciding here that you want to get off. And, you know, for me, I think I took it to just kind of disconnect for those last few hours before I fell asleep. And I mean, I'm, I'm so glad I did it, right? And so it's one of those things, just making the decision to be better, to get more, to become happier is what it's really about. You got to be honest with yourself and know that your life's just off track. Like, once you just agree that, you know what, whatever I've been doing for the last 50 years, isn't working and it's time to change. Well, it's easy for me to get that ball rolling for you and then help you keep it moving. Right. I've created this program for 10 weeks because 10 weeks is typically what it takes. It's super aggressive, but it's doable. Everything's doable. If you want to do it. And I think that's the big key is, do you want to do it? Um, Trying to think if I forgot anything, but um, yeah, I, I mean, I have, I have, it was not uncommon to have several glasses of wine and then throw an ambient down and then slowly not know what I'm texting people or, you know, as I'm fading out. And to me as an adult, that's to lose that much control is pretty, it's pretty embarrassing. Like it shouldn't happen. And no one really knew that was the case. And uh, one, one, one story that shocked me is I, I, uh, I, I woke, people would give me one year for Christmas for the holidays. I got uh, a big tub of this corn, like this popcorn, right? But it had the caramel corn, cheese corn, popcorn, right? All that stuff in there. And uh, I'd gone to bed, my normal wine and ambient concoction. And I woke up in the middle of the night in just pain. All of my body was hurting. And I realized I was covered in this kettle corn, like caramel corn, caramel corn was stuck to my body. I don't normally eat caramel corn, but for some reason in my ambient state, I was eating in bed. I guess I passed out and spilled it all over myself. It was stuck to me and I was rolling on it. It hurt like, like, like crazy. And so I set up a camera and I basically waved to the camera. Like I'm, I'm cohesive, I'm coherent and I'm going to bed. And then it was like 15 minutes later, 
I got out of bed. I went and got a glass of wine. I went and got chips. And I'm like, I had no memory of it. And I had this video proof that I was that off track. And it still took a while before I stopped. But it's one of those things, uh, man, once you realize something's not right, you're just a little bit broken. We all are. Uh, there's a lot of people out there that can help you get this on track. So that's all I have to say about that, guys. Um, thanks for watching. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, I always hope to be more consistent on here, but I can honestly say I really don't know. I, uh, I feel like I'm taking so many directions throughout the days and, and weeks of my life that whew, I just don't know. I just don't know. But I would like to be here. And if you guys want to hear something, send me a note. You can go to tim timtarpley.com and my website. I think there's contact on there, but my, my email is really hard. It's tim at timtarpley.com. Send me an email. Let me know if you want to hear something. And I uh, guess I'll see y'all next time. Bye.